welcome back again. Welcome. We have a special guest with us, a longtime friend. Um, she lives very far away <laughs> in the same same island, but far away. Sharice, are, are you there? I am here so far. <laughs> in St. Farla. In St. which is like, what, 20 minute drive? About that, but still far, still too far for us. Um, when the terrain starts to change, you know, you really everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> well, today, as we have started from last week, we're talking about um passions, and we have a joint passion for rating. We even did a rating class together. Hilarious results from that. Um, <laughs> but Sharice is our friend who writes really, 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 really good, good stories, and we're pushing her to publish these stories. I'm not pushing you to publish anything. Keisha is you want to do shut up. Keisha is pushing you to publish because yes. I, <laughs> I want. I want to sit down and read it in its entirety in a book yeah. that's what I want so how did you realize you had a passion for reading I think I, I like I don't know if I'm as much a writer as I am a storyteller and I will make the distinction in that you find some writers focus very much on um a lot of prose or you know very focused on grammar and you know sentence structure and so on i i tend to begin with i want to tell a story and i really think that came from everything is a gift from god right uh i love stories i like to see how an arc can go um how how you can pull someone in and keep them and grip them for extended period of time in a story um, and I think that came from my grandmother on lazy afternoons she used to tell us stories about you know her grandparents you know the characters that used to live in her village um, the funny stories the creative people the people that did crazy stuff the painful stories she always used to I guess as a way to pass the time this is long before TV used to be 24 7 or 8 so in the afternoons everybody was bored and I guess that was her way of keeping us our attention and I think that's probably where my love for storytelling came from and then as I grew older obviously exposed to the literary arts I started to really be obsessed with books and then eventually it come, comes to a point where you're like well maybe I could try writing something you know and these that's where it started but I don't think I really actively started thinking about story writing in particular until maybe in my teens. I liked more poetry, I'm kidding, um, because writing a novel is a whole other beast to writing a quick poem, you know? Yeah. Very true, I agree with you. I'm still trying to write a book. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard. Very, very difficult, and it's difficult for different reasons, right? So, 
and then it's different for everybody everybody has their own particular style of writing and then their own particular unique challenges but I still do think there's a common thread um, of things that I think most writers could at least commiserate with um, yeah yeah well for me um, I guess I always like my parents said that well my father said that I used to make him spend hours at night reading books to me when I was younger. I think I, the earliest I can remember writing anything was at the hairdresser one time. I was getting my hair braided. I probably was about 10 and I decided to pass the time writing this story. I found it once and probably threw it away because it was <laughs> horrible. <laughs> It was a 10-year-old writing. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess that was where it started. And as I got a little older, you will watch you will watch things and be like, I could do this story better. This plot had potential, but it sucked. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think I, that's when you start to get to that point where you're like, I think I could do it better. <laughs> I think that's where the start of the what I call writer's angst begins because you mm-hmm. think you can do better until you start to do it. <laughs> and you realize that there's a lot more going on than that one, that that presented product of a story when you actually yeah. have to be one creating it. Yeah, because true. the whole story always plays out in my head. From beginning to end, I know what has happened. But to get it out on paper, it takes so much longer than the movie that plays in your head. You know, for me, you have the whole thing of like, I don't have to do descriptions. I have to do, you know, telling you, making you fall so, in love with the place I'm at. It's like, I can't do that. I just, I want everything for my mind to, to just go on go paper on the page. magically. And that's it. Why it can't be like that? truly live in a fallen world so that's why you have to <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's that's the problem right um, especially with people who have a very ripe imagination where you can you can see you can see the story in your head um, it's very difficult for me I actually don't see the full story in my head I usually see pockets of pockets of the story or ideas come to me um, which is very frustrating because then I, I can start a story um, at sometimes the middle or sometimes the end and then have to work my way back or forward and figure out the in-between parts. So I am a very strange writer. Yeah, that happens that to way, me I'm always like impressed with people who can start from once upon um, a time at the beginning, in the beginning, <laughs> yeah. and just work their way down. Yeah. That happens to me sometimes too. Usually I would, or usually I would start from the beginning, the once upon a time, and then the ending will come back to my head, and then like maybe I should write this stuff so I don't forget it, and then the middle will show up, and half the time none of these have been finished written out because it just keeps popping back up in my head. It sounds scatterbrained as ever. But, you know, what I like about your writing, Charisse, is um, because she sends, us, she sends us some of the chapters from the book. 
hint, hint. And um, she understands that hint. It's just a weekend. And it's a weekend. You'll see, you'll see. I'll yes. try. Uh huh. And here I am bullying Sharice for chapters, <laughs> and I have not. <laughs> oh, I'm such a hypocrite. Yeah. This, this play field is not fair. That's all I have to say. <laughs> but Sharice will write different chapters of different stages of the person's life as in like progression so you'll go like all right you see the end of the story but then she'll send you a chapter like five years before the ending of the story <laughs> but the thing is is that i like it because i'm like all right, i read the end but how we got there oh this is what happened recently i know it's gonna happen so how are we gonna get that they like how she brings it all together. They stitches together perfectly. Yeah, literally, I don't know how it all fits together because my brain is so ad hoc and sporadic. I, I don't honestly know how these these chapters are somehow working and meshing together and becoming a cohesive book. I I if if only it was by my effort, I would feel proud, but <laughs> it literally isn't. Yeah, I, I really think that's that's the grace of God, bringing all my ad hoc, crazy ideas of hmm, this will make a good scene. Let me just drop it here and figure it out later. That when I go back, I'm like, oh, okay, it can fit right here, right after this chapter. So, yeah, I I, I know I'm an ad hoc writer. Glad to hear you're enjoying it because the next one probably will be somewhere in like the three quarters of the way in the novel. So I'm gonna have to tell you at the top. You realize, like at the top, I start telling you, okay, this is right after. Yes, I know. Because <laughs> I'm like, these people have no clue where I am now. <laughs> because I've been reading, I was like, wait, wait. Oh, I didn't realize. And then I was like, oh, great. Let me go piece it together. It's somewhat like a little mystery puzzle. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoy it. Please excuse that noise. We had to move move location out of necessity yeah that's just the water tank there are no monsters our demons <laughs> you know same thing right would be for a lot more of an interesting um session <laughs> you know it, it, it really was whoa so um Cherise as working and as a writer, how is it finding time? Because when you have a passion, like writing or any kind of the arts, finding time and working is such a hard concept, especially after you have a hard day and you really don't want to write. Do you have a schedule that you write for when you have to write? Oh yeah, right. Um, you are my schedule, Keisha. Thank you for every weekend reminding me you want to demand a chapter. Okay, so, see, now it helps. Okay. <laughs> we'll call it that. But no, it's really helpful because I am very busy with work um, and emotionally, physically, mentally draining to come from a full-time job and have to kind of leave that part of your life behind and go into this imaginary world in your head 
fish sometimes is good at skiing mm-hmm. but it comes with its own challenges right because then you deal with writer's block you deal with confidence issues you deal, dealing with um, characters who don't want to do what you want them to do I mean you have so much going on in a book I hate to edit I like to write but I hate to edit and then when I come to a point where I need to start editing my book I have no inspiration so between not having enough time sometimes just being too tired sometimes just not having having any sort of inspiration or drive to really go back at this monster because it's what in a way it is there's a quote um, I can't remember who says it they say they don't like to write they like having written right mm-hmm. and I, I empathize with that because yeah. writing is a very difficult process but there's nothing like when you have a finished work um, and people tell you that you know it really touched them or encouraged them or something like that it's worth it right yeah but it's an arduous task to build something from nothing characters from nothing create your own worlds that takes a lot of mental work and coming from a full-time job to, to, to pull whatever resources most days you're on fumes by that time to, to put into a book can be very difficult and then it is the scheduling um but to be honest now we are in COVID-19 and I'm home and you know I don't have the long commutes and you know you can make it work I still have not been doing as much as I should be um and uh, that probably comes down to a bit of lack of discipline so I find a good piece of peer pressure helps so <laughs> you're welcome she, you're, you're so very welcome well, well Sharice yes. that you gotta put peer pressure on her too Michelle excuse me this is true. This is for Sharice. This is how <laughs> Sharice. But if you want to help her, she should help you. It should be a give and take. No? It's true. We right? don't need a it's voice of reason at this time. <laughs> reciprocity is key. <laughs> and I, well, I think that, that means for Chanel also. Yes. Nobody wants to read my stuff. Excuse I me. love your let's, And let's bring that into to confidence with rating. Yes. <laughs> it's like, why would anybody want to read your stuff, Chanel? Mm-hmm. Why would anybody want to read your stuff? I like your stuff. Because I like more to fantasy. And why you don't... Chanel has been writing this story. I'm not putting on blast. But she's been writing this story for how many years? Years. Enough years. Don't years real donkey ears and she posted it online as a fan fiction but she has like these people who would message her as like so i know it's been like five months but you know <laughs> are you gonna write <laughs> she has like a score a, a whole following of people who wants her to write this thing but yeah she's telling me that nobody wants to read it Moving on. No, we're not moving on. We're going to stick a pin right here. No, we are. We're going to discuss this. <laughs> Why, what's up with the confidence, Chanel? Because when I read it, I don't usually like it. Yeah, but I it's just not want you to read you're it. You're not the editor. Right. You're the writer. But isn't it supposed to be for me? No, this is less you're than because you put it out there, so it's, it's for them. <laughs> You know what they say in business? Let the market validate your work. The market has Very validated much. your work. So stop with the excuses and so start you, writing. You write. Get on that. 
Okay, Keisha. You want to go? No? Go where? Your writing? I write my writing. Wait, no. <laughs> I had one bad moment with my writing and it had really messed me up. But, but you 10 know, years? Has it been 10 years? It's not been 10 years. It'll be somewhere close what to that now, though. Yeah, this is it's not been ten years, no, but I have written that same story um, recently. But I did have, and that's another thing. Well, people saying things that you know not really knowledgeable about you as individual, and saying stuff that hinders you from writing, it creates like a writer's block. So in my case, I had a story. I still have the story. I haven't thrown it away. And some people couldn't understand my writing, which is okay because you're not right. You're not ready for the entire world. The whole world is not going to like you anyhow. So why would they like something you write? And they couldn't understand uh, what I thought was hilarious <laughs> concept. They took it and, and ran with it with different far far from what it was intended to be but it caused a block in my mind because i said well maybe it isn't that funny no it was funny it was hilarious chanel and i both said that it was hilarious i think this is the thing about an audience right some people don't have how should i say the refinement of taste <laughs> <laughs> nuance to appreciate sarcasm to appreciate wit that ain't your audience because you write really really a lot of it goes above people's head well certain types of people's head because people don't want to use their head i think that's the problem there are types some types of writing that require more mental dexterity um which makes you an excellent writer that's that's what you should do right you should rise above the common type of writing and create something unique um i think your sense of humor was witty and i don't think everybody was going to use their mental their actual mental abilities to 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 pick that up to pick up the wit pick up the sarcasm and to pick up what is just um what should i say something silly that you don't take um literally you know um because when i read it there was a lot of things that you don't take literally it's just there for comedic relief um whereas some people which i can't understand why they would have taken certain things so you sometimes you gotta know that not every book isn't for everybody i i'm not a big fan of fantasy i only think i only chanel's book i really liked i wanted two other books i'm not a big fantasy person so it takes a lot for me to want to do fantasy to, to read a fantasy book i'm not naturally going to be inclined to it and that may have been for those type of people they're just not actually into comedy you know and humor there's some really dry people out there they just can't get it huh? no offense some to them they're just more drama facts, you know yeah. some people prefer drama i think they were there to you know on the higher realm spiritually than they was I don't think it has anything to do with spiritually. Maybe. Because Maybe. I, they're still there. And I'm in a submarine somewhere else. No, I think, I, I don't think it had anything to do with spiritually. I just think they, comedy isn't for them. 
yeah i get it some people their their thing is not for is comedy they prefer something a little more serious maybe you know uh i guess like a self-help book or you know bettering yourself some people that like, i can't read those things um for enjoyment even though you you get a lot of stuff from it it would take me longer to read one of those books compared to reading you or Chanel's book exactly so I as a good when I keep on so serving a good example I have a friend she self-development book she's obsessed with them she actually wanted to do a couple books read a couple books with her and I was like "Eh, not really <laughs> I, I don't like them if you tell me to read something I'm probably going to read it because you want me to but I'm natu- not naturally inclined to self-help books and I was trying to explain to her I it's not yeah. that I don't want to learn or do self-discovery or self-improvement or to learn lessons from stuff it's just I prefer my format to be in a creative way so I read novels and I infer like lessons from them right I find that mm-hmm. more interesting. I find that more fun. I find it more lasting for me. Um, not saying I don't enjoy this occasional self-help book. I do. But that's not my natural inclination to go and read those. So maybe it's the same thing with those people. Their natural inclination is not comedy. It's not, it's not you know, that chiclet humor. You know, it's, it, that's not their thing. So they're going to find it very hard to, to interpret it in, in the way it's really intended. Right? Yeah. Because I don't, I'm not a, a big fan of, you know, I would say Caribbean books, as in Caribbean um, fiction. Fiction. Where I find them depressing. Yeah, they, they get very intense <laughs> for me. <laughs> I can't do a, a book, because when I read, I escape. I don't want to escape from, you know, how my a, life ends with somebody with a worse somebody, life. Yeah. <laughs> somebody who, you know, was raped by the time they were six. Not saying that it's saying, and then their life never got better. It just and then they died at twenty. So it's like, wow. But some people will pull things out of that and, and be happy with it. For me, I could just and got eat something, <laughs> just uh, eat my emotions because I'll be I will just be messed up. I don't want to read a book and end up crying and somewhat depressed. Well, I actually had that experience because I was in a, in a group that was reading this book, um, a book group, and the book is it called Girls Shine Bright. It's an amazing book. I mean, the, the level of writing was amazing. But just like you said, it's not, it's not, it's not like it was heavy. It was intense. It was very, very dark in some points. And I was just like, sometimes I would read half a chapter, I swear. And I will have to stop. Like, I gotta find a cookie. I gotta find a cookie. I need to. <laughs> I need to channel this 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 very hard scene that I just read into something sweet, so I can get a little remembrance of happiness. You know. So uh, that's yeah. not my. In- I'm not interested in the dark, deep, too deep to depressing place because I can't run with that. Like, why is gone into this whole Debbie Downer thing? But I, I prefer when I write books I prefer it lighter I don't mind him having like lessons but I, I don't tend to go that that dark yeah so I can understand what you mean yeah. for sure mm-hmm. for some reason 
Caribbean African literature, I mean some amazing writers, but you're true. They they, they lend to to that real dark. Yeah. Yeah, harsh yeah, stories, man. But the writing is well is, is very good. Oh, amazing. The, the descriptions, how they pull you in is really, really good. That's how I could tell you that I don't like to read it because you pull me in. I know I'm I am now with that girl. <laughs> I know me and her are praying together. <laughs> I can't offer her any solutions, so it'll be nah. Nicholas Sparks wrote a lot to remember. I think so. I think that was my first foray, first and last foray into anything Nicholas Sparks. A lot to remember. He gets very depressed. Somebody always says. For what reason? Like he, like he wishing on somebody. <laughs> like, I wish you were this person. That one, I was reading and sobbing and wondering, why am I still reading? Are you still this reading? Part? Right? <laughs> why am I still reading this? But, yeah. But that is the that's the joys of art, I guess. It's true, and, and writing is a reflection of who we are, right? Our experiences. There's always a piece of us in the writing. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that's why I love about writing, right? It gives you that kind of creative space to process things that have happened to you or you've, people close to you or stories you've heard in, yeah. a, in a very unique way. I, I tend to think your type of writing reflects probably your core self in a way. Mm-hmm. If you like fantasy, I think... At, your core you're probably a dreamer i think if you if you write with kind of like those humor stories you're probably gonna have a sense of humor the thing you to come out right or some some aspect of you like tends mm-hmm. to work um yeah so when when i see people like like thrillers or you know these type of books i'm like okay so clearly there's something that connects you and lends you towards that type that type of writing which is fine um and it just shows how varied we are as people god created us in such varied ways that we have different interests or different um ways of expressing ourselves um but some people honestly they go really dark and i just can't go there with them (laughs) i can't go i can't go there with them well we can go on and talk about this for hours and hours I guess we've got to end up doing a part two because we are <laughs> heading into the half an hour. This is our longest podcast. Is it? Mommy was so long No. Mommy was 20, like 26 minutes and a half. <laughs> this is our longest podcast. So I guess okay. it truly, it truly is our passion. <laughs> yeah. And, and I guess it's also us talking when we start talking. Yeah. <laughs> we we can't talk for a while. <laughs> yeah. So thank you so much, Sharice. I know we haven't covered everything, but we have definitely a part two. And you know, with these COVID-19 times, <laughs> you ain't got no place to go. Got that right. So we could always call you in for another session. Maybe dealing with the, the with advice from potential writers and all those lovely things. Just don't ask me how to get rid of writer's book because it don't work. Yeah, I, I haven't I, found it yet. I honestly, I don't know. I have mixed 
because I, I think sometimes right is block is supposed to happen. I think you're sometimes supposed to stay stop step away from creativity for a bit. Maybe you process some stuff. Um, I, I, I'm. You can tell I'm, I'm conflicted because I can't talk. Um, <laughs> well, I, if we start talking about it, we might be here for that. Oh, yeah, so let's stop. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sharice. No problem. Happy to be here. Thank you story yeah of course of course this was long overdue long overdue and we still have to do our um the other podcast about singleness the state of being can we do singleness and the ups and downs of dating because let me tell you something i got some stories to tell (laughs) of course of course we will want that (laughs) maybe you can process that in the next novel you know then you have you have inspiration god knows and you can add that to the chapter that you're two chapters that you're going to give to us this weekend oh it became two thank you i thought i thought you had said two before well it's one oh let me done we done we done well everyone thank you so much for listening because you told them we'll start again i heard a word and where is this? Look after. Thank you, Sharice. <laughs> Thanks, Sharice. Oh, Bye. 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 <laughs>